Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Forever 35. What? What? This is Star Trek. The next I'm conversation. Kate. I'm Dory. And we aren't experts on face creams, right? <laughs> That's how it goes. No, we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. That's us. Anyway, hi. Excellent adventure. Not uh, either of those other podcasts. Hello. We both also do. Uh, yes. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hope you're well. It is now uh, a great time to announce that Dory is leaving town. <laughs> so if anyone wants to help with Henry, please let me know in the comments <laughs> down below. Um, but also if you, we, I think we're going to try to record before I leave. Um, so if you, if you want to email us or leave us a voicemail or text us for this week, if you could get them, get those in by Tuesday night. Oh, wow. We're not doing it when you get back. Well, I'm just nervous. That was what I asked you. I know. Um, Originally I thought, well, we'll just do it when when I get back. But like, what if my flight gets delayed or. So then the podcast gets delayed. Whoa. 
Yeah, we'll just do it late, you know? Wow. And then they'll all get it still Monday morning. What? Whatever. Wow. You know, things happen. Okay, fine. I'll pretend that uh, you got COVID, and mm-hmm. then I'll just do it by myself like that time I got COVID. You did get COVID that time, and I did do the podcast by myself. Yeah. I'm sure people would love that. Yep. If I just did a podcast by myself. I mean, you know how to talk. Uh, I do to a point, and then at other points, I just uh, wind up not talking. <laughs> anyway, yes. Hmm. Okay. All right. How's your week going? My week? Yes, your week. Um, It's going okay. How's your week going? Uh, you know, I'm on a diet, and uh, I'm, I'm very confused by the diet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, I just don't, I don't know. So far, it's like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I had, I had, um, I think it's keto. <laughs> I think it is. I'm not entirely sure. I signed up. If anyone's in the greater New England, Boston area, there's a thing out there called Awaken 180 uh, that I had just seen advertised on ridiculous amounts of Red Sox games. And then I finally was like, oh, I should try this. And I got to say, you know, I'm really set up for failure right now. I don't. They talked to me for a combined total of selling me food for 25 minutes and uh, ordering food for 15 minutes. And then uh, I'll talk to them in a week. <laughs> so I don't know. I know how, that there's a lot of packets of dry soup in there. How long are you going to give this a shot for? Uh, eight weeks. Okay. Because I I think I bought eight weeks of food. Does it auto-renew? Not that I know of. You have to order it every time. Okay. All which right. I don't, you know, we'll see. But yeah, there was like a, there was a quote-unquote vegetable chili. I'm air quoting all of this because... It seems like I don't know. I will say there's 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 shakes, there's smoothie type things, pretty good. Um, they had like some sort of version of a keto pancake that I made this morning, a blueberry one that was okay. I mean, I guess as far as keto pancakes go, it was great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at doing the thing that it's supposed to do, which is pretend that it's a blueberry pancake it was a terrible blueberry pancake right but like, as, a, as keto, a keto blueberry I pancake see, it was see. very good i see yes 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 and the same thing with the the two like and like it's you know everything comes in these little individual packets you know that I, mm-hmm. i'm describing as the size of my hand i would mm-hmm. say and uh so like there's like they had this uh i've got this cereal cocoa cereal mm-hmm. which again for a keto cereal I'm guessing it's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem like a thing you should be having on keto, but. Right. They figured out how to make it. Yeah. I've asked Dory to make those almond. She made these cookies with almond flour back in the olden times, you know, before a child came along and sucked our will to do anything else. Is that an accurate statement? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Um, there were these keto chocolate chip cookies she would make with almond flour. Were they keto? They were not keto. I believe they were paleo. Paleo, paleo and keto. I get very confused. I guess the main difference there is butter, right? 
or something to that effect. I feel like paleo is uh, whatever. Anyone who out there is uh, is answering in the comments below. Tricks on you. We don't have comments below. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, so um, but it's been like a cold, hard, cold turkey of uh of energy drink stoppage. And uh, my diet ginger ale, which I love dearly. So this is day four Mm. of no, none of those things. How's that? Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm just drinking a ton of water. That's good. That's what they all say. Everyone's like, drink a lot of water. It's great. Good news for you. It's fine. Excuse me while I pour another L.L. Bean mug of water <laughs> out of my canteen. Oh, that's it. I've already gone through a liter of water this oh, morning. Wow. Next, next up, another liter of water. That's good. And then I'll have two liters of water. And then, but I will say, you know, it's very, very, it's very clear when I, the hydration chart on the urine chart would be, I'm very hydrated. Yeah, you're usually not hydrated. Correct. But I definitely had asparagus last night. Oh boy. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, um, is that on the diet? We don't know. Asparagus? Yeah. I think it is. I don't know. (laughs) I I, I don't know either. I'm not on the diet. Uh, Not yet. Someday you will be. Oh boy. You'll just do it because you hate yourself anyway um but yeah so look we're all trying different things here in that i'm trying different things i'm just really Dory's in, a normal on the healthy person intuitive eat food i'm on the intuitive eating plan yeah yeah what does that mean it means i eat till i feel full <laughs> and well, I that's eat, just not gonna work for me and i eat like i don't have food restrictions i yeah. eat like what i want to eat but like i generally don't want to eat stuff that's like super high in sugar well this is where we're different so how does intuitive work eating work for someone who wants to eat blueberry pancakes well i think that and look don't quote me on this I'm but quoting like you on it and i'm actually putting it on the jacket of my new book i think what the what the point of intuitive eating is is to take the idea away that like foods are bad or foods are good. Yeah. And so if your body is telling you that you want to eat five blueberry pancakes and you should eat five blueberry pancakes, like it's not a good idea for me. The idea is not to restrict because body has been telling me that for years. If, if you restrict, then you binge. Okay. But like I was pretty, I don't know. I don't know. Although, well, I don't know if that would work for me. I guess I do. There are restrictions that I place on myself anyway, even when I'm eating terribly. Because there is like a limiter on my brain of like, well, maybe you shouldn't have the entire cake. Mm. So I don't know. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. But we'll see how this works out, everyone who is here listening still. <laughs> uh if you're in the uh, if you're in the Gulf in the path of uh, the hurricane, thoughts are with you, and uh, hope you stay safe and are able to hunker down or evacuate. Yeah. Um. 
Yes. Okay. Oh, so the whole you're going out of town was just to get emails in early? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was to go, what's Matt going to do? What is Matt going to do? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Today, I woke up and my foot hurt horrendously. And I was like, like, it felt like I pulled it doing something. And I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. I was like, is it from golf? Is it like, you know, because it's my right foot. And uh, and then it occurred to me like an hour and a half into my foot limping that this is all from Friday when I had Henry in the afternoon. And he sat in that little chair next to the pool like a tiny uh, emperor forcing me to jump. It's like, Dita, gump. Gump. Dita, gump. Get out. Get out. Dita, gump. So get out is for me to get out of the pool. So I kept doing cannonballs. And I did, I think, like, you know, I lost count after 12. And I kept, you know, I kept taking, getting some good height on these. You know, the kid enjoys the good a good water displacement. And I, that was the foot I was jumping off of mostly. My right foot for some reason. I don't know why you wouldn't jump off your left foot, but I wasn't. <laughs> um, And then it occurred to me that's why my foot hurts. Because it's like the day after the day after. Mm. Which is the day when it's supposed to hurt the most, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And yesterday, I did nothing all day because I was sitting on a Zoom with a bunch of first-time TV directors. Mm-hmm. And Fred Savage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. If anyone's wondering, because I talked about it last week. Yeah. I must have, I know, because my mother you did. texted asking about it. <laughs> you talked about how you were in a new guild. You were going to be in a new guild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, look, I mean, it was a nine-hour class, Right. Eight. Nine to 5.30, yeah. Yeah, eight and a half. 8.50 to 5.30. I mean, I thought I was supposed to end at 5.00, but it kept going. It sure did. Um, but it was it was good. It was good. Good information. Passionate instructors. You know? That's all you want, you know? Really? Yes, it is. A lot of good, you know, questions from people. Bridget Moynihan, by far, the most engaged in the entire class. She asked the best questions. Wow. I mean, look, she had her glasses on. She was writing, I would say, the entire time. She might have written down every word said. Wow. And I was like, oh, you are one of those people. It's just type A going to be better at everything than everybody else, aren't you? Pretty much, yeah. So Also prettier. Uh, I don't know. Jason Isaacs is pretty <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Scott uh, Wolf's handsome. Yeah, he's yeah. a pretty boy. Yeah, he was he was writing down stuff too. Everyone was pretty. It was I was surprised that everyone. I was surprised at how many people were engaged. Really? I mean, yes and no. Um, yes, I want to say yes. Okay, were you more engaged than you thought you were going to be? I was as engaged as I thought. Well, actually, I was more interested than I thought I would be. Okay, because the, I thought the instructors were really. Enjoyable. Yeah, but like it's a funny how many actors were in there who are going to direct episodes of their shows. Um, I think I was the only one who's currently not doing anything. 
But I was also the other one who's currently going to do two episodes. So whatever. Oh, well, so there you go. Whatever. Also, weren't you the only writer? Didn't you say that? I think I was. There was a couple editors. There was a uh, my favorite. There was like a, a script supervisor for um, Grey's Anatomy, who'd been doing that for 10 years. Finally getting a chance to sit in the chair. Good for them. Um, but yeah, so that was some fun TV times. But the Directors Guild, I got to say, they're all very into what they're doing. And, you know, in a way that is uh, slightly infectious. So that's my review. So you feel you feel welcomed by the by the by the guild. I think they welcome anyone who will pay dues. <laughs> so the jokes on them. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. They'll tell you exactly how much you owe, which will be such a wonderful different thing from the writers guild. Mm. They know when you've qualified for health insurance. <laughs> but if you want to declare your dues, you got to do long form math and fill in some codes on a on a carbon copied piece of paper and it's mail it in. So like weird. we're in the olden days. It's really weird. You actually have to get your secretary to drop it off at the Brown Derby. <laughs> that is like that is literally how archaic it is. Anyway, one of these gophers. We gotta get get a, get a gopher over there. We gotta get her over to Musso and Frank's. <laughs> Uh, was Claridge's one of them? No. Claridge's is in London. What is the name? There was a woman with a C that is now a, a, a not a Gelson's. Bristol oh, Chasen's. Chasen's, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get get Deborah down to Chasen's with our with our dues. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, before we take a break... I don't care what Frank Capra says. We're going to Chasen's to do our meetings. Um, I just want to remind everyone that we do have a Facebook group. For all you eggheads, it's at facebook.com slash group slash excellent adventure. Um, you can email us at doryandmatt at gmail.com or mattanddorygmail.com. Or you can call... I won't call. But, or text but us. they should. At 413-461-BABY. And if you want to call during the week when Dory's away with family and I'm here with Henry, uh, just to offer words of support, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, please call and email us. Okay. We will be right back. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... 
I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, well, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hello, everyone. We've returned. Hello. So last week, the postpartum psychosis signal went out. Yep. Is that, uh, is and- that, is that? Uh, what this first voice memo was about. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a few listeners responding. So the first one is a voice memo. This is Chris in Northern California, and I'm answering the postpartum psychosis signal. My situation is similar to the caller's friend. The only difference is that we have one child, not two. Our daughter had a short NICU stay, which adrenalized my sleep. And elevated hormones and lack of sleep is what can lead to postpartum psychosis, which is really common. One or two women out of about a 1,000 births are believed to be affected by this. The caller wanted to know what postpartum psychosis was like. Um, I have fully recovered. For the first year, um, it was really strange because I went from providing support to my daughter to really needing support for myself. That year was all about survival. I had to be vigilant about breakthrough symptoms. I was rehospitalized twice. The meds made me really exhausted. It was just not easy at all. Um, but you know, I had a great medical team, and family and friends were so supportive. And uh, the second year, you know, much easier. Was able to taper off meds, and just you know, by the end of the year, felt really pretty fully recovered. So that was great. And you wanted to know how you could support your friend. Babysitting is always great. <laughs> um, you know, you didn't mention if she has a partner or not, but, um, you know, being able to communicate with her partner and, you know, have a meal just with her partner, something like that would be great. And 
you know, the partner's going to need a lot of support as well. And just being a supportive listener, you mentioned that she had to stop breastfeeding. The same thing happened to me. And when you are really loving it, that's, it's pretty terrible when it happens in that way. I'm going to send Dory an article and maybe she'll put this in the show notes, but the title is postpartum psychosis, real, rare, and dangerous. It definitely is real. It definitely is dangerous. I don't know how rare it is, but we live in 2,400 square feet in Northern California, two adults, one science kid and some fish. And I've had two hot dogs in 2021. Thanks so much. Bye. Little clarification on that statement. Which statement? She's a science kid that's a fish? No, that's not what she said. What did she say? thought she said she had a fish. 2,400 square feet in Northern California, two adults, one science kid, and some fish. And And some fish. And some fish. It's a fish is what I thought she said, which I was like, science. Mm. It did it again. No. Um, I will link to the article that Chris referenced. Um, thank you for babysitting. What an idea. Yeah. That, I mean, it's true. It's like all those things like meals and babysitting and like doing someone's laundry or are just like all good, all good things. So thank you for that. Um, all right. This is an email about very formal postpartum um psychosis hi myra shafrier household (laughs) i had to pause the pod to write in about the caller who had a friend suffer from postpartum psychosis i have not experienced it before but when i was a postpartum doula i had a client that had an episode while i was there that ended up in the with the police being called and her being taken in on a psych hold because she became a danger to herself and others all of the doulas in the agency i was with helped the family by providing round-the-clock support while she was in the hospital and after she came home for about a week They had help from family and friends financially, but we also had a scholarship fund that helped subsidize some of the cost as well. With all that said, when I was working with them, everyone in the family had a lot of trauma to process and we were able to be there as a safe person to process that with. We also were there to take the nighttime shifts so that everyone was able to get some sleep, which was imperative to her recovery and really to the emotional health of her partner. We were also trained to provide trauma-informed care as doulas, which I know greatly helped me to be safe, to be a safe person for them and honestly, to, pr- to process all that I witnessed. My advice is to try to be there for them, but also take some of the load off of having a newborn. Let them bond with baby and each other while you do the dishes or laundry. If possible, I would also gift them a postpartum doula that has been through trauma-informed care training. That way you, as her friend, who is so emotionally invested, won't get overwhelmed and can set boundaries when needed. Wishing you, your friend, and her family much love and healing, Stephanie. P.S. I've written in before, so I won't do square footage, but I will update that I had two hot dogs while camping cooked over the fire. That was the only way they were acceptable to me while I was pregnant. P.P.S. Sorry for any grammatical or spelling errors. I have a one-month-old and two preschoolers, so my brain is mushroom. Look, the only thing you have to apologize is for uh, hot dogs cooked over an open fire. <laughs> Fail. Oh, we didn't even mention the thing about hot dogs taking 35 minutes off your life. Yeah, it turns out, everybody, in the New York Times, uh, Dory sent me an article about some study that concluded that hot dogs take about 35 minutes off your life every time you eat one. And I was like, well, I don't think that accounts for, like, the good times you're having around the hot dog, you know? Because that's really fulfilling, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm, Because if you're, mm -hmm. like, at a ball game or something and you're just sharing a good laugh with friends and family... That's got to add some length to your life. (laughs) 
Good point. I would say it's a net zero. So have your hot dogs. Thank there you, you everyone. Um, I did want before the hot dog thing. I she said something, and I wanted to say something about it. What was it? Postpartum doula? No. Well, they. I mean, she had similar advice to the caller. Yes. Oh, it was the sleep thing. Oh yes. Which is interesting to me. Um. I wonder if that's like the root cause of the psychosis, like a lack of sleep. That's got to be a huge contributor. Barrels in, you know? Yeah. I mean, sleep deprivation is like so real. (laughs) You're telling me. So. Doris gets sleep deprived if she's had under 10 hours of sleep. That is not true. All right. Nine hours? No. If I I have under eight, I don't feel great. (laughs) That's bananas to me. I know, but you don't get I enough often, sleep. Often, if I get eight, it's like I over. It's so I'm so tired from being so rested. Like that's what happens to me mm. mentally, physically. Who knows? Mm-hmm. My foot hurts. I can tell you that much. All right. What is uh, next here? We have more information brought to us by listeners. Yep. With one Melanie, your book recommendation. Yep. Do you want to? Do you want to tell? Sure. She wants to recommend "My Lovely Wife and the Psych Ward: A Memoir" by Mark Lukic. In case no one is able to answer the signal with personal experience, looks like Mark took the opportunity to profit off of his wife's psychosis. (laughs) Way to go, Mark! You did it. Uh, Just kidding. He's probably from a good place. He wanted to help other people. Sure. Right? Sure. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. Voicemail. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to another topic, mm-hmm. which is um, HR benefits coming from someone in HR. Whoa. Hi, Matt and Dory. Um, I'm going to remain anonymous, but I work in HR specifically as a benefits manager. And I'm currently trying to expand basically the support that we offer for family building, like infertility and adoption. And um, I just kind of wanted to reach out and, I guess, put out the signal. Um, From all the research I've done, there's really not um, insurance companies that offer, like, really extended infertility coverage. Usually, like, you can add it on and it'll only cover, like, two rounds of IVF or up to a dollar maximum. And, like, that's great, but um, I'm trying to – I'm trying to propose a program where we will offer, like, some additional money to people undergoing infertility treatments or even, like, surrogacy and adoption. So, I guess the first thing I wanted to ask is, like, do you think offering, like, $2,000 – for an employee, like, is that even a drop in the bucket in terms of the costs? Um, and I just wanted to see if there's anyone out there that has an employer that's offering something that they really like, like um, some sort of support program that actually really makes a difference. Um, yeah, I'm just curious, like, what that dollar amount would need to look like to actually make a difference for an employee. Um, and I'll also mention... I'm a global benefits manager, so it's not just for the U.S. Um, we're in other countries as well. So, 
Yeah, I personally have not gone through this, so I just want to get other perspectives of like what actually be helpful to someone um, in your position. So I live in a, about 1,200 square feet in Chicago, and enough. I've eaten many hot dogs this year, specifically so Vienna beef hot dogs. So many minutes gone. Vienna beef Chicago toppings um, on a poppy seed bun. Um, yeah, thanks for putting the signal out, and uh, talk to you later. Bye. Uh, although, you know, there's been no study on poppy seeds. She might be counteracting it. Mm. Poppy seeds might be adding length to the life here. Mm, we don't know. Poppy seeds, I think, I think you're not supposed to eat them before a drug test. Right. They can show up like, but marijuana is illegal everywhere, so who cares? You're still, I think some places still drug test you for it, though. Okay. Anyway. Um, $2,000. I mean, look. It's better than $0. Yeah. $5,000, though, seems like an amount where you're like, oh, it's only $5,000. But then everyone goes, hey, it's $5,000. I was going to say ten. Whoa. Whoa. I'm being realistic here. Well, I still want the company to profit. The company is still going to profit, okay? We don't know that. Mm. Uh, you were going to say 10. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, once you get into that five-figure situation, you think, then it seems like a real amount. Yes. In regards to how much IVF costs. Yes. That's interesting. I'd like to say five. Okay. All right. Just because it's like, like, if it's a question of like five or zero, then I would say five. If it's a question of like five or ten, then I'd say ten. Do you know what I mean? I do. All right. Thank I do. you. That's no my advice. I hope you're all listening. If anybody else is uh, head of uh, HR for anything, let me know. Okay. Um, next email is from I yell it. Hi, Matt and Dory. First, let me say thank you for the podcast. I'm a little behind trying to keep up with the episodes that match Henry's milestones to those of my son's. He's currently 20 months old, but I'm, well, don't match his uh, speech milestones. I mean, or do. Or do. Feel really great. Feel great. Um, but I'm keeping up with the news. Dory, I recently finished your excellent book. In fact, I nominated it as our monthly pick for book club. So we will be discussing the memoir next Sunday. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, you nominated it and it went through. Yeah, how awesome. Thank you. On to my need for advice and apologies for the long email. I did my first egg retrieval at 36 going on 37. We ended up with three five-day embryos of good quality. After much debate, we decided that with only three embryos, we wouldn't want to PG. We don't want to PGS test them, and chance discarding an embryo with an issue that could self-correct or was actually normal. We want two children, so starting with three embryos sounded reasonable. We transferred our first embryo, and it gave us our beautiful toddler son. A few months ago, we decided it was time to get going on another transfer. I should mention that we changed clinics in the process, moving, and also looking for a more humane experience. In July, we transferred our second embryo and it stuck. Unfortunately, at six and a half weeks, we didn't see a heartbeat and the embryo seemed to have stopped growing. The next day, I had a DNC. Here's the twist. Right before the procedure, my surgeon, not my primary RE, noted that we could send our remaining embryo to get PGS tested. My original RE said that this would not be possible. But apparently, the science has progressed and they now believe you can defrost, test, and refreeze an embryo with minimal risk. My question is, should we do that? When we originally decided not to test the embryos, we wanted to give them all a chance, and that logic hasn't changed. But going through a miscarriage, is ha- but going through a miscarriage has been emotionally challenging for me. I sort of feel like all scenarios could leave me feeling terrible. If we tested the embryo and it came back normal, the transfer could still fail, slash I could still miscarry. 
if we tested the embryo and it's not normal, but we discarded it unnecessarily, I think I may drive myself crazy wondering if the test might have been wrong. And especially if I needed to do another retrieval unnecessarily, I would feel depleted and it may not even be successful. I'll be 40 in less than a year. I don't want to complain with this crowd who's had to go through a lot, but even my recent transfer cycle was a crazy nightmare with a toddler, new world at work, etc. Thanks for the input and please give my love to Henry and Bo. And that is from Allie in 2,600 square feet in the New Jersey suburbs with one husband, one toddler, and one senior citizen cat. Thank you for sharing that New Jersey suburbs tell me more about them thank you are you considering moving there I mean look I'm looking at all suburbs that are under an average temperature of 93 degrees <laughs> um did you see that picture that Holly just said I did he's definitely pooping yeah well he hasn't pooped yet today what and, and I did tell her that Henry, everyone, needs privacy to poop. Does he use a, a potty? No. Toilet? No. He just needs you to be far enough away so that he can poop into his diaper. He Yesterday we were at the park, and he was on the climbing structure, and he said, Mama, Mama, go. Like He, he wanted me to like walk far away from him. I was like, okay. And I start walking backwards and he like wanted me to move farther and farther and farther. And like, finally I got like pretty far away from here, but I could still see him. And I like looked at him and I gave him a little like, Hey dude, look. And he's like kind of grinning shyly at me. And then I came back and he was like, poop, poop. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah. So that's, that's the status of his, uh, bowels um okay Allie back to your question this is like one of those situations where it's like we we've we've been given like too much choice um meaning this the doctors put it on you kind of yeah like like if it wasn't an option to PGS test you probably would just put in the embryo and like whatever happened would happen. Correct. But now you've been given this other variable. And like you said, it's kind of sent you into a spiral of second guessing, which kind of sucks. So your advice is to, I personally would probably just transfer it. There you go. Because I know that, I, I mean, I think I would want to get a little bit more information about the whole test, like testing after defrosting and then refreezing because I know that that the doctor said you can do it but my understanding was always that whenever you defrost and then refreeze there is a danger to the embryo might be a small danger but it is it is a risk nonetheless so do they just mean but like you're also a risk of like clumsy scientists possibly whoa <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I'm curious if, uh, if listeners disagree with me and I'd, I'd love to hear what, what other people, um, think. All right. Well, I believe we should take another break on it. Yeah, let's do that. Be right back. Oh yeah. I actually have to hit the button on the computer. Planning for your next trip. 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay. Here we are. We're back again. Hello. <sighs> now... Where are we? Is it voicemail? Mm-hmm. Thanks to that rundown Dory made. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is Penny from Massachusetts, the Disney adult. Um, just calling to say the hello and say love the podcast. Please keep going. Um, I love listening to everyone talking about their kiddos. Uh, my little science baby... Um, just had his high school orientation. I'm actually sitting in the parking lot. Holy shit. Uh, he couldn't get out of the car fast enough to leave <laughs> me and go in. He's ready. And uh, I'm just sitting here thinking, where did the time go? Um, he, you know, would never let go of me, wanted me to hold him all day. And now he's a high schooler. And in Disney News, I just registered for the Princess um, Challenge for next February. I'll be doing the 10K and the half marathon. Yes. Um, I am now hoping that COVID settles down a little bit so I can go back and do this race. Um, and I'm excited a bit about it. So, yeah, um, you know, time flies. Um, everyone hug the little kiddos. Um, I wish I could uh, take my high schooler to his preschool graduation, but nope, here he is uh, walking into high school, and um, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so hope you all have a wonderful day, and love to everyone. Thank you. Bye. Look, I think that's the number one thing I hear from my friends who are parents who have older kids. It's like, it goes by so fast. Like, you really have got to, like, realize that. Um, but it, as far as the words of comfort to you, pretty soon he's going to be out of high school. And because he was born after 1985, he'll be back in the house forever. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the economy uh, has been destroyed. Um, no, but seriously, you know, look. I, even Henry is like, it's crazy. Just, the, I mean, the ex word explosion that's happened in the last week and a half. Or like last two and a half weeks, three weeks. It's crazy. He repeats everything. Yeah. And like, it's not just repeating. <laughs> what did he say today? He said, he poured like this, there's like this little soap dispenser that attached to the pressure washer. We were washing my car this morning and he likes me to fill it up with water. 
And he just dumped it all over himself. And then he just goes, Henry wet. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he did put two words together. It is very funny when he refers to himself in the third person. He hasn't quite figured out I, me, mine. He says I sometimes. Does he? Yeah. I've not heard it. I've heard it. But he, I would say he says Henry most. Henry, time. eat. <laughs> Henry, new milk. <laughs> new milk. <laughs> he was so excited when he saw the almond milk. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, I hope. I uh, hope COVID comes down eventually in Florida. We'd, we'd also like to go see my family. Yeah. We're supposed to. In November. But at this current rate of uh, exponential uh, increases in stupidity, um, it seems like, I don't know, I don't really see an end to their uh, lack of common sense, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. guess I will say. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. I'll get off my soapbox. Okay. Um. All right. But thank you, Penny. And good luck in the races. Hopefully COVID's no longer a problem. Yeah. Okay. This is from Tracy, as in Tracy Jury. Familiar. Mm-hmm. Big, big, big egghead. Mm-hmm. Big Patreon supporter. Um, And Tracy writes, first time emailer from a longtime listener who followed Matt from Nerdist. Still miss the hostfuls. You're not missing much. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was very funny. Hardwick sent a very nice note over. He texted me about Dory's article she had written about piano taking piano again in your olden times, and uh, he was really effusively great about it. But I played it in the car while Dory was there, and he said to pass it along, and I was like, I don't have to. Siri just read it out loud. <laughs> um. The pod has been amazing as I've known several that have gone through IVF. Because of you, I knew all the things not to say or ask. Yay. I really feel like our podcast has been a public service in that regard. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Dory, I pre-ordered both of your books and have thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Admittedly, I did listen to them while driving on Audible. Hey, that is more than fine with me. Now, what sparked me to email, Matt's vinyl obsession. It sounds like Matt is almost more excited about the pressing materials than the artist. (laughs) In that case, I would suggest checking out Third Man Records. Third Man offers a vinyl subscription that delivers some amazing looking and sounding vinyls. All artists are tied to Jack White's label. So if you're a fan of his, this will be right up your alley. The other fun releases are some reissues of Sun Studio Recordings. Happy spinning. Oh, that's cool. Tracy Jury. I like some Sun Studio Sam Phillips recordings. Um, and Tracy says, hot dogs eaten 8 to 10, bratwurst too many to count. How to say your husband is from Wisconsin without saying it. <laughs> PPS, current home is outside of Chicago in Indiana on five acres in a 5,700 square foot house. Way too big. With husband, two kids, 19 and 22, with two dogs, Harley and Quinn, say pause up, Bo. Nine chickens and a family of four feral cats. We have moved a lot for my husband's job. Our first home was 1,100 square feet with three beds, one bath. And I had an in-home daycare. My, how times have changed. What? How did you have an in-home daycare in that? That's crazy. Follow up. Two kids, 19 and 22. Do you hear that, Penny? (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to point that out. Uh, uh, 
Um, thank you, Tracy. Uh, thank you for the uh, vinyl, uh, what do you call it? Recommendation? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, you're not, you're not super into white stripes, are you? Uh, not super into the white stripes, no. I do like Jack White's guitar playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's very good. Um, but I do, I mean, they, they, they they're in my library. Mm. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, you know. What was that? What's that? What's that one that goes? Right? Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. <laughs> Just like trying to... There's a there's a Jack White song that sometimes sticks in my head. Icky Thump is the name of it, maybe. Right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to the show at hand here, which is a uh, voicemail. Yep. Um, all right. Really great job organizing this today. I, I, you must have been inspired. I don't know what did it. Are you being sarcastic? No. I'm not. Oh. I think it's also, maybe it's just like, maybe I also thank you to the audience for actually participating. Oh, thanks. Well, thank Sending you. Sending in some voice memos. Thank you for your, your kind words. They're appreciated from the producer of this show. Mm-hmm. Hi, Matt and Dory. I'm calling from upstate New York with a question. Um, we are two busy, uh, full-time working adults, my husband and I, and we have a one-year-old science baby. Um, Recently, my husband has expressed interest in obtaining a PS5 and specifically cited um, the fact that Matt um, enjoys video games and Mm -hmm. it doesn't cause any problems with Dory ever and so that we should consider the same. I have a little bit of hesitation because I worry about the video games taking up attention and time in the evenings, which is uh, after the baby goes to bed, which is essentially the only time we get one-on-one together, right. <laughs> he states that this uh, somehow won't be a problem. Well, and I don't know. I'm one, like he's an adult. If he wants to buy a PS5 and go down that road, like that's you know I get it. But at the same time, I'm just worried that we'll start to live two separate lives at night with you know him staying up to play Madden or whatever it is people play on PS5, and I'll be and the show. Me going to bed earlier and. Awesome. Then when the baby gets up at 6 a.m., taking care of the baby. But um, he specifically cited you two as a success story, and I'm calling <laughs> in and uh, wondering what your thoughts are about uh, this. So thanks so much. Bye-bye. So I believe that that is what we call selective listening. That is uh, your husband doing a great job of hearing what he wants to hear. Yes. <laughs> which is fine. You know, look. Uh, what will I say about this? This is an interesting. <sighs> well, I mean, it's a tub. It's a, t- a couple. F- well, it's hard to say because a lot of times at night I have to do my work anyway. But am I in here playing? Video- I I would say that I'm not in here playing video games all night. But what does happen is I tend to play them during the day, which then makes me have to do my work at night. Mm. So I will say that. Um, yeah, 
What else are we talking about regarding the video game situation? Uh, if you're asking if you will lead separate lives at night, yes, you will. <laughs> Unless. Do I find it annoying? Yes, I do. Um, would I characterize it as something that doesn't bother me? No, I would not. Wow. So. Wow, I really blow up this guy's spot. Would I say your husband is <laughs> delusional? Possibly. Would I say. <laughs> Look, here's a nice thing. Why don't you guys make some rules about the games? Um, Because if you're married to Matt Myra, the rules won't work. Matt Myra lives by his own rules. Yep. But you're not married to Matt Myra. Uh-huh. So. She might be. Oh. I mean, already his like selective listening is something very Matt Myra-esque. I don't have selective listening. I just apply facts to suit myself. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's different. Mm-hmm. 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 But um yeah, the things you're all you're worrying about will happen. Okay. Thank you. Yep. So I'm glad we can answer that in an honest fashion. Do with that information what you will. <laughs> all right. From this is from Jill. Um, I'm heading to Disneyland for the first time in 20 years this September. I will be bringing my 11-year-old niece along for her first visit to Disneyland. We arrive on a Tuesday and are planning on spending the evening at Downtown Disney. We are then going to Disneyland on Wednesday in California Adventure on Thursday. Okay. What are some of the must-see slash must-do things? We are big Disney fans and go to Disney World at least every other year. Also... My niece is gluten-free. Is there any place with great gluten-free food that we must try? Thanks for any info or recommendations that you may have. Jill, who is in Asheville, North Carolina, and 1,400 square feet with one adult. I haven't eaten. I've eaten about 10 hot dogs this year. Well, I hope you miss. You don't miss the 380 minutes that are gone. <laughs> um, well, I mean, look, you're, you're going to be in, in, in Walt's Park, you know? So there's some good stuff to to partake in there. You know, the originals of things. The Matterhorn. You don't have that in Florida. The much far superior uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You're going to have that with all the show scenes that were supposed to be there are there. The Haunted Mansion will be redressed for uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's going to be exciting. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Main Street Electrical Parade will be back. Um, you know, Downtown Disney. If you're gonna, I mean, go to the Disneyland Hotel. Check out Trader Sam's, the 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 bar there. That's a hoot. Um, gluten free food. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I would characterize any food at Disneyland as a must try. Any food at Disneyland is a must-try. That is correct. I would agree with that entirely. Uh, The blue milk from Star Wars Land, I guess. It's like Disney food is not good. That's the secret, everybody. Like, I don't know why people pretend that there's good food at Disney because there's just not. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm there's trying like to think. I'm trying to think. There's some okay food at Disney. Dory, you're really just launching some missiles over here at at some people. 
But I would say overall, most food I've had at Disney, at every Disney park I've been to, has been mediocre. I found that I've had better food at state fairs. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's real. That's the real, that's the real, real of it all. And you know, when we, when Dory and I say we really like the cream cheese pretzel, we mean we would never get it outside of Disneyland. <laughs> yes, I agree <laughs> with that. It's just like of the things that are in Disneyland. Yes, of the things that are available. The cream cheese pretzel is pretty good. I mean, um, look, I feel like this is going to get a lot of hate, but I just, I'm just, I just feel like I have to be real with everyone. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Like people talk about the Dole Whip. It's like. Dole Whip is fine. It's fine. It's pineapple. It's fine. It's pineapple soft serve. And like, it's. But like, I will say, <laughs> you know, the mint julep and the beignets in New Orleans Square. Yes, because, but it's because half of the thing it's a sensory situation you know you're in new orleans square you got the railroad behind you you got the haunted mansion to your left uh you've got these very warm beignets the beignets are great they were good they're good because it's how do you fuck fried dough up you don't mm-hmm. um and the mint julep you get a non-alcoholic mint julep and and have that over by the railroad but she can't have the beignets so forget i said that but like for me, part of that the the that's all about where you are eating it. That's a good point. You know, it's not about right. And it's like going to the Enchanted Tiki Room is like fun. And is it? I've never been. Oh, literally never been in the Enchanted Tiki Room. Everybody, can you believe that? Hmm. Well, because I don't have time for a snooze fest. <laughs> oh wow, the birds' mouths move. And they, you can hear the plastic uh... clicking back together. Oh, anyway, boy. anyway, wow! I feel like we're really making some enemies here. I know, me too. Uh, but like you know, their ice cream is good because they don't make it, and um, yeah, it's Edie's. Yeah, which like I can get at the grocery store. You sure can, but can you get it on Main Street? That's the thing. Like everything in Disney, you're play- paying for where you're having it. Sure. Yes. There's not. It's not like. Oh my god! I have to go to Disney to have their corn dog. I feel like. Because guess what? I don't like corn dogs that much. I feel like AJ talks as though, like the food at Disney is actually delicious. Look, she runs that food blog. She does. And the sooner she's honest with herself about the location, 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 because to me it's like sight smell taste is the order in which things should be graded mm. <laughs> in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay, wow. I mean, I just don't even know if we're going to have a podcast next week. <laughs> you guys might shut us down. Love you, Disney. Um, okay. We just have a couple more texts. Okay. One is that Someone wrote, they had to pause the pod to tell Matt that Canada also used to have the eight bun, six or 12 dog problem, and some brands still do. But the many Canadian brands realize the stupidity of that situation, and one can now buy bags of 12 buns. Whoa. Although the best buns are usually baked right in store and are in serve-yourself bins, so if one only needs three, that's (laughs) A-OK. That said, 
the Hutterites I buy from sell their dogs in a double four pack. Perhaps they set that situation up due to the eight bun problem. Regardless, going to wander over to my local Italian bakery to pick up some buns to go with my Hutterite dogs tomorrow morning. Time to eat those puppies. That is from Beth from Edmonton. Beth, if you haven't eaten those puppies yet, there's still time to have 38 minutes more of your life times three. Thank you. Um, and then our last text just said, Matt's hobby purchasing makes me think he should be on G Thanks with Caroline. Okay, just give me an invite. I'll be there. All right. I'm ready to do it. I'll talk to Caroline. I can, I'll, I'll talk about all the dumb things I purchase on a whim. Oh, boy. My foot hurt this morning, so I thought I needed new sneakers. It'll be the longest episode she's ever produced. <laughs> Does she have, do you have to tell, like, what do you do? Like, go through what you bought in the last month? No, you're usually, she usually has people pick one thing. One thing they bought? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> um, all right. That brings us to the end of the show. Okay. Just want to remind everyone that you can support us on Patreon and get us. This a- is why I shouldn't have water at my desk. Well, you should keep it in a, in a, in a But then thermos. I won't drink it. Then I won't drink it, Dory. Then I won't drink it. But you know what? I have a spare keyboard for this exact situation. He spilled water on his keyboard. I know what I'm going to get you. A bib? No. (laughs) I'm going to get you one of those big plastic water bubbler things that has the markers on it of when, of how much you should have drank by a certain time of the day. What is, what are you talking about? Don't worry about it. What is that? Okay. Do I have to go on a show for that? Yes. A huge thanks to our Patreon supporters. Again, you can support us at patreon.com slash excellentventure. If you support us at the $5 level or above, you get your name read on the podcast each month, and you get the back catalog of the Patreon episodes, which at this point is... Extensive. And if you want more podcasts, join this month, because you could be a part of the episodes that are coming in the next two days. So thank you to Christine Kelly. Laura Bennett. Laura Madge. Lauren Gregory. Lauren Schultz. Lynn Nugent. Madeline McCarthy. Mara Fass. Mary Messick. Mary Myra. My mom. Megan Medaris. Melanie Brombeck. Melissa. Merrill H. Nancy Olson. Nicola Hill. Nicholas Skidmar. Nicole Mustafa. Narantha Balagopal. Oshrat Kaplan. Rachel Kuzma. Rob Bain. Uh, Samantha. Shauna Mandel. Sir Reginald Pennybottom. Sophia F. Steph Gorlnick. Susanna Perez. The Biases. And Wendy Fick. Thank you all very much. And uh, may your keyboard stay dry. Bye.